Imperial battleship, halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock. I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space, herpy. Give me the remote control. Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman. Impossible! Hello, listener. Welcome to Starcrashed. In this podcast, we discuss genre movies. Tonight, we watched Plan 9 from Outer Space, directed by Edward in 1959. My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So Linnea, why don't you run us by the plot of this fantastic movie? Okay, yes. Uh, <laughs> this is a very convoluted story. Uh, and it's actually quite a lot to uh, to go through. I'm going to skip some part, but I'm, I'm going to try and summarize the important things. Um, okay, so we start out the film with our narrator Chriswell. <laughs> who gives us some wise words and tells us he's bringing us the full story of what happened on that fateful day. Uh, but then he also tells us that future events such as these will affect you in the future. So already we have some confusion regarding the timeline. Is this the past? Is this the future? I don't know. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Uh, we then cut to Bella Lugosi playing an unnamed old man whom I'm just going to call Bella Lugosi uh, uh, at his wife's funeral uh, and it's sad and, and all that. Um, and then we cut to an obviously fake cockpit of an airplane where the two pilots are shocked to see a flying saucer hanging by thread outside the window. <laughs> uh, on the ground, Lugosi's Sorry. wife has awakened from the dead and to everyone's surprise she's played by a vampire. Uh, Bella Lugosi dies off-screen, and Vampira, Vampira, blah, Vampira kills police inspector Daniel Clay, who is played by Tor Johnson. Uh, both he and Lugosi returns from the dead, with the difference that Lugosi is now played by another actor, as the real <laughs> Lugosi has died. Uh, after some stock footage of the military doing military stuff and shooting at the saucers, we finally get to see our aliens in their spaceship, oh and God. we learn that they are going with Plan 9 in order to destroy the Earth. Plan 9, we learn, involves resurrecting the dead, as if that makes any kind of sense. <laughs> On Earth, the zombies and the police are chasing each other with very little success, but eventually our main cast of characters, including the pilot, Trent, a colonel and a group of policemen, find their way to the alien's hideout on Earth. Uh, the alien called Eros has a long speech about why the aliens want to wipe out humanity uh, and it's because if they don't we'll invent solaronite which will blow up the sun and somehow also all the planets in the universe at the same time uh, a fist fight ensues the humans win this movie is stupid 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 the end bravo <laughs> summed up perfectly i have to say <laughs> I was very proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you should be. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I, I mean, this, uh, this movie is uh, bonkers. It is bonkers <laughs> and it is cheap. Uh, but it is also, in my opinion, very, very entertaining. 
Yes. Uh, there was <laughs> uh, there was only like a, like a span of like ten minutes at the like three quarter point where I was a bit bored, <laughs> and that's good. That's very good for a movie that has been uh, proclaimed as the worst movie ever made, which it is not. <laughs> yes, I I agree. Um, I think this is a movie where the phrase so bad it's good is actually very apt oh, yeah. uh, i don't usually use that phrase because i think you know if it's so bad it's good then it's just good you know mm. but this one actually is so bad it's good because mm. it's so incompetently made that it yeah. becomes just so entertaining <laughs> yeah and, and like also i feel like there's there's an there's an actual heart behind this movie and it kind Definitely. of shows like they they actually they believe in this project and they they i don't know it's like a, it's a movie baby it's edward's movie baby and how can you be mean to to that you know mm-hmm. uh, so I, I i do think that there's a love of filmmaking <laughs> in this movie <laughs> even though it's it's quite bad <laughs> what what did surprise me well what did confuse me mostly i should say uh, which I didn't really know before watching this, is that it's kind of like there's two movies in one, like two genres in one. You have this uh, raised, these dead people coming back to life after, after having been, um, I don't know, shot with an energy bolt from space or whatever. I don't really know how they did it. <laughs> uh, some sort of gun they were talking about a lot. Uh, anyways, so you've got this 30s-style horror ish movie with uh, Bella Lugosi and uh, this big hulking uh, Frankenstein ish man and vampire in a sci-fi movie <laughs> it's <laughs> it's really 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 strange what's your opinion on that and then then I can go in a bit on why that is um, you've alluded to it but then I could go in a bit more on that but yes yeah. what's your uh, opinion on the two well, movies like, in one yeah like, like like you say it's Basically, two movies cut into one, um, uh, and I'm maybe you're more familiar with the story, but I believe it's Edward and Bella Lugosi. You know, Edward became friends with Bella Lugosi towards the end of his life, mm. and sort of just recorded random scenes with Bella Lugosi, and then <laughs> he was planning on doing this grave robbers from outer space mm. film and it was like oh well let's put that footage in there it makes no sense but let's put it in there about a man who's burying his wife and it's sad and then he dies because he's hit by a car and it's it's so weird um and you can really tell that it is two stories put into one yeah. um because they're so in the beginning at least like the ha- first half of the film they're mm. so tonally different from each other and it's yeah it, it's you know when one scene with the pilots you know they have seen the the uh saucer for the first time and then we have the uh, funeral mm. with Bela Lugosi and it's just so it's a whiplash when you change between those two it's like what what <laughs> yeah because yeah I, I have to I have to say I'm so grateful that I knew so little about this movie. I only knew that it's been like regularly on the uh, worst uh, best uh, movies ever, you know, on, on those kind of lists and uh, like it's a cult classic and everything. So I, I but I knew very little, very little about it, and I'm so happy because I was, I was surprised by so many things and like just like flabbergasted all the time, like what? Wait, what? 
And I do think that's how you should watch this movie. Like, don't don't know anything going into it because that's then you're taken on an adventure, an Edward adventure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a very special kind of uh, movie history way. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of magical. So this was uh, the first time you you've seen this film. Yes, first time. Yeah, yeah. And I did. It was, it was a, the second time for me. Ah, so you've had but you I, could uh, pick up on a more more details and maybe some. Uh, I guess I, I didn't remember that much from viewing it the first time other yeah. than it was weird and convoluted and just crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there was a few details more that I picked up now about <laughs> things that were just bad <laughs> when it comes to special effects and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so the reason why um, it is the way it is, I guess, it's because with like Edward and Bella Lugosi they shot uh, a few minutes that's only what they had time for it time will tell uh, for a movie <laughs> called The Ghoul Goes West or other source- sources say also Tomb of the Vampire so you can kind of tell like just the title like The Ghoul Goes West it was sort of supposed to be like a western uh, you know like a, a vampire goes to a western town set in western times, something like that, you know, because Edward apparently really liked western movies. So that's what he wanted to do in 1957, I believe. But then Bella died and they did not have a finished movie by then. They only had a few minutes of him like, you know, pulling up, doing his cape move and uh, walking uh, next to a house and reminiscing about flowers or whatever. Uh, which is a very funny scene in the Plan 9 movie <laughs> that's in there. So It doesn't fit with anything no, else in no. the film. <laughs> and I, oh my God, I did I did write the quote down. I, like I stopped the movie several times just to write the quote down. So I'll, I'll, I'll get that for you. Just you wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The ever beautiful flowers she had planted with her own hands became nothing more than the lost roses of her cheeks i'll do that again for you (laughs) the ever beautiful flowers she had planted with her own hands became uh, nothing more than the lost roses of her cheeks that's the uh, voiceover done by the amazing chriswell as bella lugosi is uh, reminiscing about his wife uh, picking flowers by the house so Edward I don't even know what that means no, but no, yeah sure that's why it's so amazing B- done with this voiceover with this shot it's really strange and it's so it doesn't mean anything right it doesn't mean anything and that's why I love it mm-hmm. so anyway so Ed had a he had these minutes with Bella and to him naturally those were precious to him because they were friends and they were also like the last minutes shot of like Bella Lugosi for a movie. So worth money too, you know? So what's he gonna do with this? Well, he writes a script later on, uh, shortly after, uh, which is called like the, um, I believe, Grave Robbers from Space or whatever. And then uh, he kinda utilizes those minutes and makes it somehow a story and then he gets Vampira and uh, he gets Tor, Tor, Tor Johnson to star in this movie and it's sort of like he 
sells this concept, like this project, as the last movie with Bela Lugosi, which is, of course, a good selling point, right? So people want to be in that movie. So that's kind of like the background to why you have this really strange mix of movies. But it doesn't explain why he tried to make a vampire movie into a sci-fi movie. I don't know why he chose to do that and not like a haunted house thing or like haunted cemetery thing. Or, so, you know, something that would make sense with Bella in a cape. But yeah, that's part of it, at least. <laughs> hmm. When does uh, oh. the name change come around? You know, from Grave Robbers to Plan 9 from Outer Space. You know do what? you know that? Well... I, I read about it, but I can't really, because it's. I think this movie is kind of one, one of those things where information has been so diluted over the years, and mm -hmm. there aren't really any documentaries. I did watch a documentary, which seemed to be like a sort of money grab thing um, around the, the time when Ed Wood was kind of getting popular again in the early 90s, and it's on YouTube, so, you know, it's you can watch it. And then there's, like, the internet, but I do feel like they information might not be very good <laughs> so it was at the distribution phase at least when it was being distributed someone made the call that you can't you can't have that name somewhere it says like oh it's because of the grave robbing thing and someone who was a um, big distributor person i don't know whatever uh, didn't like that because it was against Christian values or something because the Baptist church was involved somehow. I don't know. I wouldn't really, I would, I can't really say how that happened, <laughs> but it wasn't intended to until the distribution phase made it. So, and there were some issues during that time. So it, it, I mean, it was shot in 57 and it wasn't released until 1959. The reason it took so long was just because no one wanted it. And then there was legal things like, you know, unfortunately, I don't mm -hmm. have a better answer than that. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. That's good. I was just curious because I think Grave Robbers from Outer Space is a more accurate title. Yeah. But I think Plan 9 from Outer Space is a much more memorable title. Um, like I, yeah. when I first saw the title, when I first heard of this film, I was like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, Plan 9, what's from Outer Space? Yeah. But I remembered it like like I, I I can remember the title Plan 9 from Outer Space because it's so it's so unique and yeah. especially after you've seen the film which is also very unique you sort of absolutely it has its own identity um like grave... partly because of the name yeah yeah and like grave robbers from outer space it's just boring to me yeah but... it's a bit more yeah but at the time it would have it's been a bit a better more choice. generic I guess because at the fifth in the, or in the 50s there were a lot of these from outer space films mm. and then random words in the beginning and I think Grave Robbers from Outer Space for the time is a bit more generic than Plan 9 from Outer Space. I agree. I, funny story, I actually thought it was Planet 9 from Outer Space like mm -hmm. until I think two years ago or something. Like whenever I saw it I always read it as Planet 9 <laughs> until... <laughs> Until I don't I think like, you were alone. No, you were alone. I just—it's a long title. I mean, I can't, I can't get all the words right. <laughs> no, Planet person. Nine from Outer Space. Kind of. I mean, that's not impossible. You know, right? that, that was title. Like that, there's that, that. That actually makes more sense. Yeah, it, will, it, it works as well. Space. So. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, so I just want to bring up the, the big... Well, I mean, there's several big problems with the plot in this film, but the big one is Plan 9 involves resurrecting the dead. Why? Why is that the plan? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree. Like, a lot of the energy that my brain, uh, like, went through watching this movie was around that question like why though why is this a good idea how is this teaching humans not to do the thing the bad thing i don't yeah and i mean the 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 alien wants to wipe us out too so why is this they 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 resurrect three people and they sort of use these three zombies to chase people and, and attack people and kill people and it's just but why? You're not going to be able to wipe out all of humanity with just these three zombies. In the so, same... You know, why Why don't you just not use, like, I don't know, you bombs on your sources or something. I don't know if they have that. But, but it is... And presumably there's been eight other plans before this that was rejected. So I was like, <laughs> why? why? Yes, that's true. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, oh my god. What were the other I plans? Mean, they must have been really bad like we will make the bread stale across all the earth (laughs) no one will eat bread (laughs) that way oh my god i mean if 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 you're an alien and you see species on a planet and you 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 think because this is what the aliens in the movie think that that species is really stupid Mm. and if they are left to live and left to discover and invent things they are too stupid to handle those things so they will eventually i don't know blow up the universe or whatever (laughs) the idea i would have as an alien in that scenario to wipe out said alien or said stupid species uh is not resurrecting their dead that that's the furthest thing from my mind (laughs) yeah because that's making more humans not less humans exactly exactly <laughs> like, how, how how is that solving your problem yeah. i don't get it um i i mean i, I kind of like the idea to be honest like the 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 idea that aliens would come to earth and just <clears throat> resurrect all cemeteries like every place where you have a rotting corpse essentially or a newly buried person they they rise again and it's just people just scream Armageddon and like chaos, you know, like like a basic zombie movie, to be honest. But with that alien touch, I, I, I find the idea funny, but it's not, it's, it's a really stupid idea. If you think of it the way that these aliens think of it as a way to stop humans from in the future finding out how to make sunlight into a bomb. My God. Just saying that sentence makes me um, <laughs> makes me want to yeah, cry. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the the spiel that Eros has at the end, where he's sort of explaining all this. I mean, oh my god, as a scientist, that just I must have oh, hurt your brain so much. I got from that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, first of all, he said he basically says that sunlight is made of atoms, and I'm like, no, no, no that's not how it works. <laughs> and then he also says, I mean, basically, he says that we're gonna end up blowing up our own sun 
and including everything that the sunlight touches or something. And that's like all the planets in the solar system. But he says all the planets in the universe. And I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> I mean, exoplanets hadn't really been confirmed mm. when this film was mm. made. But still, we kind of know where our solar system ends. Like, we know that our sun doesn't really affect the other yeah. stars in the universe yeah. that much. So it's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, oh it makes no sense it makes no sense i i don't have any words for it i'm in must have been sitting on on his toilet when he wrote this <laughs> <laughs> and just whatever uh, which seems kind of strange given that he really like he loved bella lugosa like he was an idol as a like a young kid to him so it seems kind of strange that he wouldn't like make a better effort. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that much about Edward, but I I, I kind of think that he thought this actually was good. Like, I mean, the dialogue is really bad. I mean, just the quote that I said earlier, you know, future events such as these will affect you in the future. That's just, that's so bad. Mm. But I actually think Edward thought that was a really good and inspiring quote but i i don't i can't prove that i just yeah. sort of a feeling i have i could add to that though because uh the guy who's doing the voiceover he's called the amazing chriswell and he had a uh, television series uh in the 50s i believe and he was like a you know psychic who predict who predicted the future um but he was all always um very very inaccurate in his predictions so anyways so for his television series you know that there's no um, video or whatever you want to call it left of him in the series but it was most likely his own sentences that he usually used for his show Mm -hmm. so yeah that's possible so a lot of the intro might not be ed's actually no that's that's true yeah but still it's still really weird uh, he could have just said no or he was like oh i love chris well do what you want tip (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, and, and Edward uh, approved of having that in the film. He, does, he yeah, didn't exactly tell Criswell yeah. to like, change it. Exactly. I don't like it. I think it's good instead. I understand that Edward usually didn't do second takes no. <laughs> for his scenes. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, whatever. Because of that, there is such a large number of just goofs in this film. Like, uh, there's, uh, towards the end... Uh, I think the colonel is handing the pilot Trent a gun and he accidentally uh, bumps like an antenna on the car and you can hear the noise in the film. And I was like, why didn't you just refilm that? Yeah. <laughs> and then when, when Tor uh, is reawakened for the dead and he has to get out of the grave, I actually believed he was he, he was too big to do it on his own so he had to have help. <laughs> they didn't include that help yeah. in the film but they sort of you can sort of see that he's, he's having trouble standing up in the in the fake grave and all that and it's just oh it's so weird yeah and there's also a lot of cuts like almost in the middle of sentences there's a lot of instances where it's cut in the middle of a scene or in a sentence even and it shows and it just seems like they said that there was a mistake in the middle and then they just cut the middle part and it's so obvious mm-hmm. and, there and is... there's one scene where 
I think it's when a police car is supposed to arrive to uh, the graveyard. As the police car comes driving, you sort of the camera is supposed to follow the police car, but it doesn't really work. So when the police car stops, you only see half of the car <laughs> because the camera hasn't followed and it's it's like halfway off screen. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, and there are many visible boom mics or shadows of boom mics. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And there is uh, like the airplane, which I think is a bit famous, like how they're sitting in regular chairs and there's nothing in front of the pilots and it, it just looks very, very cheap. And uh, I think the script might even be in front of one of the actors. But I did read on wikipedia only uh, so i'm not 100 sure about this but according to wikipedia the movie was intended for widescreen not the like square ratio that the movie is usually viewed in mm-hmm. so the boom mic and some other things that are like like it's, there's a lot of like images where they it's just like the the roof is too high up like you, you see you see too much of the scene basically you see too much mm-hmm. of everything So it wouldn't have been like that. If you go on YouTube and you search for Planet uh, Plan 9 from uh, Outer Space widescreen, someone has put up a widescreen version of Plan 9. Interesting. Yeah, and I do recommend uh, checking that out and just like comparing um, how your images like or or how you take in the the movie differently just by like cutting cutting the top and bottom out of the movie it, mm-hmm, it does mm-hmm. look better to me it does look a lot better and it, i didn't watch the entire thing i just like a few um points and looked at it and uh, it looks way better and i do recommend checking it out mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if that's yeah, true that's... that would make sense because it does look better <laughs> that's what i'm trying to get at <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that sounds that sounds like like it definitely could look better in in widescreen yeah. uh my dvd doesn't have the widescreen it just had a the, like the regular yeah. there is also a color version someone made a color version in like 2005 or something like that uh, i didn't check it out i wasn't interested but it's out there if someone just can't handle black and white and rather would watch a bad color no i'm not gonna say bad without <laughs> having watched it i'm sorry but <laughs> just assumed that's rude of me there's just so much in this movie uh, that you can talk about there's so much to almost like dissect and just ask why the entire time but i just want to like mm-hmm. like say it again i guess but like this is very watchable and it's very entertaining and it feels genuine it doesn't feel like a money grab even though like some of the uh, motivation for making it i mean with them considering the bella footage that was like a big part of why it's even made you know it doesn't feel like a uh, slapped together movie like it has a heart to it like i said before yes definitely definitely okay should we move on to talk a little bit about some of the characters what we thought of those yeah sure did you have a favorite well i did like the inspector before he died the the very (laughs) big uh uh, wrestling swedish i believe man (laughs) I could hear the Swedish yes, accent yes. in his voice, and I'm like, "Aha!" <laughs> I checked. I checked up what his, uh, like, what his name was, and uh, it was Carl Erik Tore Johansson. So, Carl mm. Johansson, not uh, Tor Johnson. 
Tor Johnson sounds more like, I don't know, a stage name, I guess. Oh, yeah. An American oh, yeah. stage name. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think as an actor, you know, delivering his lines, he was very bad. Mm. But he has a, a very distinct presence uh, in the scenes that he's in. And that's partly because of his the way he looks, mm. you know, he's so big and, and just muscular and all that. Mm-hmm. So he sort of has a presence just because of that. But he wasn't very good at acting. Oh, no. <laughs> that's... that's that that's part of the entertainment yeah. really <laughs> did you have any favorite actor or like character i mean i don't know i mean as i'm thinking about it now i'm kind of coming to the conclusion that not a lot of the characters actually has personalities no <laughs> agree on that they're kind of yeah they mostly act the same and actually for some of the women there are several uh, female characters in here I actually couldn't quite tell them apart. I mean, I know that, you know, that's the stewardess on the yeah. airplane and that's the pilot's wife and all that, but they looked the same and they kind of sounded the same. Uh, you know, the character voices were, were the same. And I was like, is this the same actress? I don't know. <laughs> I actually thought that. Like, is this the same actress? So like like uh, the pilot wife mm. and the stewardess, I actually for a moment thought were the same woman. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think it is. But no, it I isn't. actually thought it. But I actually so. I liked her though. Like I liked the wife. I thought she was um, one of the better actors in the. Yes, in the I actually movie. think both both she and her husband, the pilot Trent. You know, while their dialogue is really bad, they do I think pretty good like yeah. delivering in it, and and, and um, they do the best with. A shitty script. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, no, they were and, fine. And they were fine. Yeah, yeah. Acting wise, I think they did pretty good actually. It's worth to mention that there is a lot of characters in this movie, and when I think back on the movie, they sort of like blend together a bit. Definitely. Like, what what is the general doing there? Like, how did he end up in the garden of this pilot and his wife? Like, it's it's really. <laughs> It's like a really weird gang of uh, of uh, <laughs> stereotypes. I think the 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 I don't know. Was he a general or was he a colonel? I don't, I don't remember. Know. But he was a mili- a military yeah. person anyway. I think he was like told to investigate the sorcerers, and then he knew that the Trent had seen the sorcerer from the airplane. But I'm not entirely sure because earlier in the film, Trent has like a monologue where he says, "Oh, I can't tell anyone about this because." reasons and it's i don't know now that i'm thinking about it it makes no sense yeah and why why would why would the colonel or the general know to go to visit trent yeah because by then like you've had the sorcerers going all over los angeles like just all over it like so many people Mm -hmm. have seen it by then and also i believe the military has already attacked them so yes I, yes, I I really don't understand why they're going to this family if it's not because they're next to the cemetery. So they're like, well, I know you've been visited by one of them, and we might as well. I, it's not entirely yeah, but clear. Why, no, see. why Trent? Like no. out of all the people, yeah. Why? I mean, we know that he was like one of the first people who saw the saucers, but yeah, but that that doesn't make him like the most. It, like the and like you said, the military, at that point, the military had already started shooting at the aliens. Yeah. So what's the point in interviewing Trent? I don't... Yeah. yeah. And, and, no and by then, actually, I think this the whole cemetery, like the people going around uh, on 
like the dead walking again and people being attacked i believe that's just a rumor by then also so uh also when earlier when the colonel i think he's a colonel he talks to a higher up in the military mm. and they listen to a recording of the alien speaking and they have oh yeah they have invented a trans a, a device that oh, translates yeah. oh the God, ang- yes. alien language into english and somehow the alien knows this yes. and he, the alien says it in in the message that i know you have invented this device so now you can understand me i'm like how do you oh, know that that was hilarious <laughs> i laughed out loud when that happened and then and yeah and then the alien has this long speech which i really didn't understand but it, it was sort of like we we come in peace, but you don't listen to us. So now we're going to destroy you, I think. Why did they raise the dead? Why didn't they try to have a conversation first? Or did they... Had they tried having a conversation and it failed? And then they were like, we need to do something more drastic. So we're going to shoot energy beam, which makes people uh, casually and smoothly fall down. And then we're going to raise the dead people. Trying to figure out... Yeah, like, I I don't think it's quite uh, clear when we had sort of dis- invented the uh, device for translating the alien language. So that might have happened quite a bit earlier. Why wouldn't they just send tapes of them uh, saying like, hey, humans, you're going to make a big mistake. Let me tell you about it. So you yeah, can... Yeah, and, uh... and, and I mean, when the, la- the, the message that we hear... Mm. Is presumably the first message we have been able to translate because, like the alien says, and now now I know you have this device. Mm. And at that point, the alien basically says that, oh, we have been trying to talk to you, but you haven't answered, so now we're going to be hostile. Ah. I mean, that's essentially what he says. And it's like, but you know that right... N- the yeah. One- the you know that... Now the- is the point we actually understand oh you. God. Now we can communicate. Oh, God, that's so dumb. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten that part. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's all i've got wow <laughs> that's i mean you can have that kind of discussion for basically all parts of the film yeah yeah that was just something i needed to say right now that that was so stupid <laughs> moving on to more characters uh, vampira mm-hmm. looks amazing by the way well i mean it's vampira she's yes. pretty cool as yes. it is so she is uh, i do really um I do like what she's doing with her lipstick. I mean, I'm going, I'm going off, off, off rails now, talking about lipsticks. But she, like, she has lipstick that makes like her upper lip. She's like put lipstick that makes them go down a bit and like out, outside of her natural lip, which I mm-hmm. think is cool. Not mm-hmm. flattering, just cool. She's obviously trying to be like sort of seductive, like in the way she's dressed. Like her waist is the thinnest ever <laughs> when a character like that makes something that's quite unattractive but it does make her look more menacing and like strange and i respect that that's just an off the rail thing i wanted to say <laughs> in... no, no that's, a, that's a good good point <laughs> I, I, yeah vampire was a good lipstick. part of the film <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't believe she has any speaking lines. No. Right? No speaking no. lines. No. But she does pretty good as a sort of zombie vampire thing. Resurrected dead. Yeah. I, I, I buy her as that. I don't buy her as Lela Lugos' wife. No. 
<laughs> no, that was really hard to swallow when that first came up. I was like, wait, is that is that supposed to be his wife? And why is she dressed like that as his wife? I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, so she's finished. Yeah, by the way, and if when... you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's yep. finished. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So cool. there's a lot of Scandinavians in this movie. Two out cool. of like 50. <laughs> so a lot of Scandinavians. <laughs> well, we gotta take it where it yeah, comes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't have that much to choose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when Bella Lugosi is uh, resurrected from the dead, we see him come out of his sort of crypt. And by now it's another actor because mm. real Bella is dead. Yeah. So he has this black cape and he puts it over half of his face mm. so we can see his eyes, but not the rest. And it's very sort of vampire style thing. Yeah doesn't make any i mean that doesn't fit with the whole zombie and alien theme that we have going on otherwise i i don't anything else you want to say about like the story or the characters not really i mean sure if we had several hours to podcast i could talk about a lot of things but (laughs) i think for now we have covered the 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 major well plot holes and, Mm. and weird things going on in here so yeah you want to talk about the special effects? Oh, well, they're cute. <laughs> That's all I have to say. They're cute. I was just thinking, you know, in the beginning, when uh, Trent and his co-pilot are seeing the saucer uh, in, from inside the plane mm. uh, for the first time, and you clearly see the thread mm-hmm. the saucer is hanging on, I'm like... Why are they not thinking someone is playing a prank on them and has just hung a saucer outside the airplane and it's like really small? It's very cute. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> and also the, the spaceship. We see a little bit of uh, inside the spaceship, mm-hmm. the saucer. And it's just uh, like a blanket hanging up with some... <laughs> Some equipment, like a desk and some equipment in front of it. Uh, and then like the radios. aliens stand there and speak. Yeah, yeah. And then the aliens stand there and talk to each other. And it's like this... Uh, that, that doesn't look anything like a spaceship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, and they're just humans, like in in fancy, fancy shiny clothes. Yeah, yeah. But it's cute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the <laughs> outfits of the aliens, I thought were kind of... They have this, first of all, they have like really tight pants and then they have like some sort of silky, shiny um, uh, shirt and it's the same for the female and the male aliens and it it ends really, it's like a really, really short skirt kind of thing and it looks kind of funny on the male actor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's cute. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's cute. It's like a pajamas. <laughs> right? They're just comfortable. I Don't would totally if they them. sell if they sell that outfit as a pajamas, I would buy it. Oh man. Oh so so silky. So smooth yes. and nice against the skin. Yes. I would mm-hmm. too buy that as a pajamas. And then wear it out regularly. So why don't we move on to uh, replacing an actor? Concept behind this is basically like you're in a time machine and you can bring any actor from any era to replace one actor in this movie. Who would you bring? In brackets, if any. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually have a good answer for that. I, <laughs> Yeah, that, that if any is pretty... Mm-hmm. Mm. Would I really want to bring anyone into Plan 9 from outer space? I mean, I'm thinking... 
like a like a comedy actor mm. could play one of the aliens like i don't know jim carrey or something mm. could play mm. eros that would make things so really fun i think even more fun yeah but that would change the whole tone of the film because as it is you know eros he's sort of spiel he has mm. at the end is kind of serious but if jim carrey did it it would definitely be a comedy yeah like comedy crazy but I can't, almost yeah I, yes but I kind of want to see that, I think. It sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like it would it would go off the goofy rail into something really funny, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so you're talking like prime Jim, Jim Carrey. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to replace Eros 2. And this is just like fired from your way of thinking. Like like replace. I, I like that actor, but I do think like it's, you can you can make the tone very different just by replacing that guy. So I'm thinking um, Anthony Hopkins, and he would have like these long, very serious monologues. Mm-hmm. You're 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 going more sort of horror route. For yeah, it, well, like know. horror or uh, like he has a lot of those monologues in uh, in the um, sci-fi series uh, Westworld. Mm. You know this mm. sort of like oh I know what's happening in the future. So it's I kind of feel like you could just like. Whoop, swap those two and both things would be like better for it westworld is is also in for a treat when they get eros (laughs) (laughs) i'd do that (laughs) Mm, interesting yeah Yeah, yeah. i think both Mm. of our movies uh, are worth a uh, watch (laughs) yeah yeah i think so too (laughs) but your your yours will be more entertaining of course so uh let's move on to relationship rick this is also a hard one for this uh, movie, I think. But uh, yeah, uh, basically the only relationship we have in the film, if you're not counting like friendship relationships, is uh, between Trent and his wife. And I actually like that relationship. Mm. They seem like a good married couple, mm. uh, solid marriage, you know, stable marriage. You wouldn't ship any other people, or. Not yeah. really. I mean, since Vampira is a zombie, I can't really ship her with anyone, I, I think. It's a big, big, big problem. Yeah, I don't have any either. I have, like, the wife and the... Uh, wife wife and pilot, they're already good. And mm-hmm. everyone else is just, like, shooting at the UFO and not understanding anything. So there's not a lo- whole lot to mm-hmm. work with. <laughs> I was kind of... I was kind of sort of thinking, because in the end... There's sort of two aliens left on Earth, but I think the others left to do some other thing in the universe. Uh, so there's Eros and then a female alien. Mm. If this was a better, more serious sci-fi film, I think it would have been interesting if she developed like a, a relationship with a human. Maybe just a friendship, but, mm. but something that makes her sort of go, no, I don't want to extinguish the humans. Uh, but I think as it is, she dies together with Eros yeah. in a big fire. Uh, but I think it would have been interesting to see her interact more. Do you want to do a round of Bang Bond Blast? Our version of Fuck, Mary Kill? Sure, sure. go ahead. <laughs> so I've got a sexy plate for you here with uh, Vampira, Bella and Thor fighting for your affection. Hmm, I would probably blast Bella. I don't... It's not that I don't like him. I just don't feel like either banging or bonding him. So, so he's blasted, mm. unfortunately. And then I don't know. I mean, the the character Tor plays seems like a sort of solid character. Mm. Maybe I would bond him, maybe, and then bang Vampira. But I could go the other way around there too. 
and Bonding with Vampira. But I think Tor, or Daniel Clay, as he's called in the movie, mm. as a spouse, he seems more a stable alternative than Vampira. But definitely banging Vampira. Like you, you picked the same <laughs> as I would. Uh, the the, mm-hmm. the problem with this selection is that they're all uh, zombies. <laughs> yes. So you have. I was so, I was thinking Tor, sort of pre-death yes. Tor. So that's <laughs> like all you have to go f- go with, or like Bella, really sad uh, face, looking at his uh, wife's flowers. So that's all you've got, really. But uh, yeah, I would I would do the same. Bang Vampira, bond with Tor and blast Bella based on looks only <laughs> <laughs> sorry Bella <laughs> well do you have any closing thoughts on uh, on plan 9 from outer space directed by Edward in 1959 starring Vampira Bella Lugosi and Tor Johnson uh, go see it if you haven't already mm. it is really a lot of fun like truly when it comes to bad films I watch, I watch a lot of bad low budget Mm. films and a lot of them are boring uh, but this one is so much fun it's it's the opposite of boring Uh, (laughs) and you can just watch it several times and just pick it apart because Mm. there's so much wrong with it Uh, and that's that's part of the entertainment really and uh, especially we get to talk with it uh, or about it with friends Mm. that 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 would you know grab a couple of beer and and just riff it yeah absolutely it's mm-hmm. uh it's it's wrong in all the right reasons i would say so go watch it it's on amazon and youtube <laughs> it's very available well fellow listeners uh i hope you enjoyed this pilot episode of star crashed and uh, that you enjoyed hearing us talk about plan 9 from outer space uh we will be back for a second episode and hopefully hopefully we will have some um, platform that where you can share your thoughts with us on uh so uh be on the lookout for the next episode and uh, thank you very much for listening and we will see you again soon bye bye